Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, y'all. Seven Rounds in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. You know it's truly OTA season when the Patriots have rookies in stupid numbers. It is I, Rob Paul. AKA the GM who traded up one pick to draft a bust quarterback over two all pros. Oh wait, that was Ryan Pace. Same initials. And with me, as always, is AJ. If only the Bengals had kept John Ross at corner, Marchese. Uh yeah, that's why I've been saying this whole time, probably three time uh Pro Bowler by now. Today, we're going to give you our yearly off-season filler pod of redrafting an old draft, and you guessed it, today we're doing 2017. Let's it. Going out to Vegas, going to set my draft, going to set my draft on fire. Seven, 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 seven. With my lady driving out to Vegas, baby, looking for a Stingley or Thibodeau. Who's gonna bat it on draft day? Who's gonna wage your future picks away? Who's gonna reach for a blue blood lineman? The home team. Let's go seven rounds. Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Sports. Culture. Takes. Take Line has it all. Take Line is a weekly podcast hosted by Emmy winner Jason Concepcion and former WNBA champ Renee Montgomery. That's a fast-paced exploration of the NBA and world of sports and culture. Each week, Jason and Renee talk about the games, players, controversies, and issues that run both on and off the court. Follow now to hear Take Line every Tuesday, wherever you get your pods. And if you're interested in hearing more takes on any day of the week, you download the Locker Room app. It's a live, audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and to use. Talk to your favorite podcast hosts, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app the way AJ does every Friday when AJ hops on to the Leafs talk on Locker Room and gives us a breakdown of each playoff game. Right, AJ? Uh, yeah, damn right. And, and Rob, I'm still upset about Will, William Nylander holding out. I don't care if he's got all the goals. Uh, it's still not, not not a classy move. Uh, are, are the Leafs going to put it away tomorrow? Uh, I was thinking about that. <laughs> I was actually going to talk about this. Yeah, yeah, he's going to put it away tomorrow. <laughs> okay. All you need to do is download the Locker Room app free in the iOS App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. 
follow AJ and be notified when AJ goes live after every Leafs game. I'll save my uh, real takes for, for the for the locker room. Of course you will. Um, but you can get up your 2017 NFL draft takes tonight. Not a great draft. <laughs> no, in retrospect, a terrible draft. Um, in total, twelve at least uh, one Pro Bowl from 12 different players who were selected in the first round. Which is, I mean, that's not bad, nope. although Mitch Trubisky is one of them. Um, in in non-first-rounders to make Pro Bowls, 15 of them. That, I, I, not great. Two undrafted, one being a kicker in Young Way Koo, and one being a fullback in Patrick Ricard. Uh, there's it. The draft itself, it feels like when you look back on it, it's either, especially in the first round, huge bust or big hit. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And lo- lots of guys on their second teams already. Uh, a couple first round guys who aren't on a roster right now. Like there's, yeah, I mean, and then, and then you get the whole Deshaun Watson thing mixed into this and, um, we're just not going to take him because if, if the draft, if this draft happened today, he wouldn't go in the first round. Right? No, we understand that in reality, in a redraft prior to this off season, he would have gone second. We're not taking him because he pro- he shouldn't play football ever again. Uh, yep. And that's the last we'll say about that. But who who would you crown the biggest bust of this, regardless of position? Because Mitchell Trubisky, I think, you is like <laughs> just because of the position he plays in the situation, you would you would crown him the biggest bust. But removing positional value, who would you crown the biggest bust? It's a good question. It's a tough question. Um I think it's between two guys. I would probably say Leonard Fournette, just because he went fourth overall. Like, oh, Kate, he's Leonard Fournette's a way better football player than John Ross and Solomon Thomas. Well, well, okay, well, you, I know you, you said before, who would I believe got a better shot at another team? Solomon Thomas, if he wasn't a San Francisco 49er. yeah, Thomas is a big one. Fournette's a big one. Um, well, for Fournette's like not nearly to the level of Solomon Thomas. Remember, removing positional value. Like you, like Leonard Fournette obviously exists and whatever, but like he's a competent running back in the NFL. And it'll be yeah, still playoff Lenny. Terrible, terrible. But like draft that, back. He, yeah. he ran for a thousand yards. It's not nearly the same level as Solomon Thomas, who's been irrelevant, and John Ross, who's been completely irrelevant. Until they get to their second teams, and then they'll be <laughs> pro bowlers, Rob. That's what that's the part you're forgetting. Uh, John, are, are, are you impressed impl- John Ross can be playing over Kadarius Tony? John Ross is playing over Kadarius Tony. Why would they give Tony eighty nine if if they were if they weren't gonna play him? Is John Ross playing corner? John Ross is playing both ways, sixty minute man, and Solomon Thomas is getting ten sacks in, in across the bay. There's also so many bad picks. Like obviously we're looking more at top ten when talking about the bus, but there's in the back half of the first round is so it's like. Like Gary and Conley, Tack McKinley, yeah. Taco Charlton, Ruben Foster, Draw Davis, like it is bad. Yeah, no, there's, <laughs> and like th- a couple of those picks were obviously weird. At, I mean, Conley obviously the pre-draft shit came out as Foster too. I mean, like that that was all weird. Like you know, know who it really sucks for, and a guy who one of the guys who isn't on a team is Malik Hooker, who just hasn't gotten healthy and like he hasn't been able to stay healthy and that's that's just really fucked his whole career up and that really sucks perfect perfect transition to my next question for you is 
what guy in this in more specifically in the first round of this class who hasn't necessarily panned out would you still bang the table for and like you legitimately believe if he lands with the right team he could become a confident starter because for me it's definitely Malik Hooker it's it's both right team and him being healthy right yes like obviously he's still currently a free agent I would expect closer to the preseason someone yeah takes a flyer on him obviously he's coming off another injury um but I still believe in him as a single high guy <laughs> I think that's fair um David Njoku, I'll say David Njoku. I still believe in the talent. Um, I, I, and I, I, th- I think part of that, it's like, yeah, it's less to do with the talent and more to do with the situation, right? Yeah, I mean, before they were just a run first, kind of had Austin Hooper their team, they just weren't good enough, right? So I think I think that's probably the, the, the easiest answer. Everyone else has kind of had either mild success or I think their careers are just done. Njoku's still only 24. I'm yeah. willing to bet you'll agree with this. Is like he is a higher like Austin Hooper is. Austin Hooper is almost like the most average starting tight end I can think of. Yeah, maybe slightly above average. Uh, Njoku's got a significantly higher ceiling, and when he is on, he's a better football player. Tight ends take a while too. We know this, so like, I would told. I mean, first of all, they should have traded him. Traded him when he asked to be traded last year because they didn't really use him enough this past season, but. Um, if he ever gets to a second team, I mean, or when he gets to a second team, I, I definitely think he's going to turn into a, a solid tight end at the very least. Mm-hmm. No, that's a good pick. Um, I get, I do believe if Solomon Thomas didn't land in that situation, he could have turned into a decent football player. If he didn't go third overall and went more like in the teens and actually got to play three tech, yeah, I'm with you. Lots of busts are as pass rushers too, like Harris Barnett. Taco, if you include him, like there's all first round guys too. Yeah, no, it uh, it's a very like all over the place draft. But great running back draft. Oh yeah, big time. But but I mean that was going into it too. Yeah. Like that I, I I like I think that was consensus. Um, like Dalvin Cook should have gone in the first round. Mm-hmm. And Joe Mixon, I think in a removing the off field would have probably. Yeah, um, yep. And then obviously like Fournette. Um, and Al- Al- Alvin Kamara, that was, again, more college circumstance. Then you look stupid. Aaron Jones late. Chris Carson with one of the last picks of the draft. Austin Eckler undrafted. Uh, um, do, you know, do you know what running back didn't work out? Who I I was like, oh, that's the one. Uh, no, who? Joe Williams, uh, the Utah oh, yeah. when, when – sh- the 49ers took him. I was like, he's perfect for, for Shanahan. <laughs> I forgot about Joe Williams. I forgot you're a fan of his, too. Uh, no, yeah, but, the, like, I mean, like, like James Conner is probably the, the 10th or 11th best back in this class, and he's he's been into a Pro Bowl. Yeah, like, I don't – if you said Tariq Cohen yet, too, like – Yep. Just lo- Jamal Williams, I don't know if you said that. No, I didn't. That's a, another good one. Marlon Mack. It's a, it's a crazy running back draft. Yeah, for real. And, but the, the cool thing is that, like, kind of all those later guys who had some fans ended up panning out, like Aaron Jones. And, uh, like, like even, like, if you throw Cream uh, Hunt in there, too, who I think we're yep. both big fans of pre-draft. Um, the one guy who didn't work out and Matt Miller was the biggest fan, Dante Foreman, <laughs> 89th overall. Oh, yeah. That didn't work out. But uh, aside from that, really, really good class. 
And, and a great kicker class for you, wasn't it? Jake Elliott, Zane Gonzalez. I loved them both. And then we got the GOAT, Young Wei Koo, who I, I hate. Yeah. No one saw coming, but. All right, you want to you wanna redraft this thing? Let's do it. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> the easiest yeah, thing. Cleveland, first overall, obviously they take Miles Garrett. Uh, this was the draft they took to Sean Kaiser in the second round. In a redo, no one's passing on Patrick Mahomes. I think even if you had a uh, like entrenched starter, you're taking Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, like if this draft was today, but only the 2017 players were eligible, with the Browns having Baker Mayfield on the roster, I think they'd still take Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes had already cucked him once at Texas Tech. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, after after Mahomes. This is where it kind of gets it gets I think there's a lot of uh trickiness after that, but that was the easiest pick to ever make in any redraft probably. Yes. Uh obviously second overall, the Bears traded up with the 49ers one pick to take Mitchell Trubisky. He made a pro bowl. Is he really a bust? Um, uh yes. Obviously we mentioned we're not involved in Deshaun Watson. So would you just take best player available if you're the Bears in this circumstance? Uh yeah, probably. I mean the question oh, to you: Who is who is the best player available? Um, Miles Garrett. I was going to ask. So, because I, I think I definitely think it's either Miles Garrett or T.J. Watt. I I think Miles Garrett is um, who I would take. Uh, but yeah, I mean they're they're two of the top five pass rushers in the league. Yeah, I, th- I think I think Watt's got forty two career sacks and Garrett's got forty something like that. Very close. Um, I think those are the next two guys, and I think that's a fun debate between who is the better football player right now. And and I kind of respect that Watt, you, as a as a Steelers fan, went with Miles Garrett. Watt has 49 and a half. 49, uh, okay. Garrett, Garrett has 42 and a half. Okay. Uh, Watt is a year older. So, I mean, you can't go wrong. No. I still believe Miles Garrett has a higher ceiling because he's just an absolute freak. TJ Watt is the better football player right this second i think that is fair and i, I think garrett and again, going go wrong and, and and whoever we don't take is going third yeah and i was gonna say maybe garrett going after two is a bit of a disservice to him because i mean if patrick Mahomes doesn't exist uh or like in any other class garrett's gonna repeat as a first overall pick yeah so let's take miles, miles garrett. garrett's the pick yeah okay and obviously the 49ers dropped back one pick took solomon thomas to play edge opposed to three tech where AJ still says he would have thrived. Yep. Uh, and that makes TJ Watt the pick. And then you get to pair him with DeForest Buckner, Eric Armstead, and eventually Nick Bosa. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure when this redraft is actually taking place. I think we're just like in a in a void of time and space in a in a pocket reality, maybe? I don't know. We'll or be making you know, I don't believe in time. <laughs> Exactly. We'll be making up the rules as we go along, I think. So, uh, yeah, in, in the future, which has already happened, Nick Bosa will be on that team. And, I mean, them just doubling down on what uh, seems like something they would do right now anyways, right? Yes. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I think so. Uh, and, and, again, if you're not taking a quarterback or an offensive tackle, take a pass rusher. Uh, yeah, definitely. But if you're the Jaguars, you took a running back. You took Leonard Fournette, who not even a top five running back from this class. You took him fourth overall. Okay. Uh, who he he once again is the reason you don't take running backs this high. 
I know in a couple of picks Christian McCaffrey goes, and he's one of the best players in the NFL, but you still don't take running backs this high. Okay. How invested are we in really doing this right as opposed to having fun with this? I don't – I well, explain both sides to me. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll explain what I'm saying. Urban Meyer in Jacksonville, they already took the running back in, in the fake – or in the real reality. In the fake reality with Christian McCaffrey staring them in the face, could they pass him up? I mean, the the way I look at the redraft is you're trying to get like you're going, you're you're more going back in time, right? Correct. So the Jaguars are taking a running back here, <laughs> in theory, no matter what. If that's the thought, then I mean, I, it's McCaffrey or Kamara, right? Or Dalvin Cook, even. I mean, you, yeah, you can't really go wrong. Yeah. E- e- either way we look at this, to, yeah, I think it's Christian McCaffrey. Fast, to, be, to be honest. Yeah, I was gonna say fast forward to now. I think they. With Urban Meyer and what's around, like Christian McCaffrey would be what they would want. He's exactly what they were trying to get in this draft, and they hope to get in Travis Etienne. But uh, yeah, I think CMC. I'm, that is an interesting one between Kamara and CMC. But I think push comes to shove, it ends up with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I, I I think you're probably right. Yeah, I mean, Christian McCaffrey's proven to be the more consistent bell cow type. Uh, again, you can't go wrong. Which is really interesting because. His thing coming out was like, okay, maybe give him five or five five uh, catches a game and ten carries, and that's about it. And he's turned into obviously one of the best backs in the league. Yes. Uh, okay, the Titans um, from the big trade with the Rams, they had this pick at five. They took Corey Davis, who did not work out the way I think they would have hoped. Um, solid football player, not worth the fifth overall pick. In a redraft, are you taking the best receiver uh, in the class? I am taking the best pass catcher in the class. I think this should be George Kittle. George Kittle. I, I'm with you. Makes the most sense. I was going to yeah. say, if you're going receiver, it's Chris Goblin, but I would much rather have George Kittle than George er, than uh, Chris Goblin. Plus, imagine Kittle's blocking with what that Titans yeah. run game has become. That would be pretty, then, pretty awesome. Yeah, and then obviously this off they took Johnny Smith in this draft, so like to, they knew going to the draft tight end to pair with Delaney Walker. So what Delaney Walker played for the 49ers, mm-hmm. which Kittle plays for it all connects. Time is <laughs> fake. George Kittle to the Titans. Time's a flash. The Jets stuck and picked Jamal Adams. Uh, this is I think one of the more interesting debates because Jamal Adams is a multi All Pro player. One of the most, like, well-known defenders in the NFL. Very specific type of defender. Mm-hmm. In a redraft, he's now on your Seahawks. In a redraft, do you still take him? I don't know. I, I think that is interesting. Um, is he the best DB, in quotation marks, in, in this class? Because there's, there's a, I mean, also in the first round, you get uh, Marshawn Lattimore and Marlon Humphrey. Um, and Trey White. I think... Yeah, and Trey Wade. So three Pro Bowl corners. Corners more valuable than safety, especially. If how how do you rank those three corners? I would love to hear because I was I was debating this in my own like, head. Right now. Yeah, right now. Uh, I think Marlon Humphrey's number one. I agree with you. Then it's a little more interesting. I think I I think Trey, I put Trey Wade too because I think he's more consistent than Marshawn Lattimore. Like his Marshawn Lattimore when he's at his best is better, but Trey Wade is more consistent. 100% agree with you. And if we did this a year ago, maybe, or a year and a half ago, like, 
that probably would have been reverse order. Um, but no, that's exactly how I had it is Humphrey white Lattimore. Um, so I'm, I'm cool with this being Marlon Humphrey. If, if you're that's thinking who, that way. I think, I think it should be that because his versatility to cover, um, like play, play nickel, play a, a wide, like, I think just what he adds in coverage and that's not even, uh, adding in what he can do as, as a run defender. Like it's just so much more valuable than yeah. what Jamal Adams does. Definitely agree. Um, Marlon Humphrey is one of the most underrated corners in the league. I, I know he's not as underrated as he used to be, and he's better now. But still, Trey, Trey Waite's underrated too, to be completely honest. Yes. I, I think a lot of people would have put Marshawn Lattimore number one on that list. I think so too. And, like, again, if we did this a year ago, two years ago, he would have been number one for me too. But the way that he's – I don't want to say regress, but taking a bit of a step back maybe. And the way Humphrey and, and White's just really emerged, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, all, it's crazy. All three of them have made, like, multiple Pro Bowls already, and they're all, like, 25. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, se- seventh overall, Chargers took Mike Williams, who – Mike Williams is a tough one, too, because mm-hmm. when Mike Williams is healthy, he's such a physical, impactful, big-time playmaker. He's just not healthy enough. Um, if, if, if the Chargers want a physical, balls-to-the-wall type contested catch receiver, you got one in Chris Goblin right here. How about uh, Jamal Adams? Because they don't have Derwin James yet. I mean, I would rather have Chris Goblin than Jamal Adams, but oh like, my, Adams. why do you hate the Seahawks so much? Uh, <laughs> I know I'm, I'm fine with Chris Goblin. Chris Goblin's clearly the top receiver in this class. Um, again, this this receiver class is really interesting because we had all those guys go top ten, and uh, none of them have lived up to it at all. But but it's a solid class. But like more. Depth pieces, like you know what I mean. Like after after Godwin is Kenny Galladay, right? Yeah, I think it. Like, I mean, you're debating between Galladay and Cooper Cup, right? And Juju, if you could throw him in there. No, oh, and Juju. I I think honestly, I think I would take Cooper Cup. That's interesting. I I think like if you ask ten people, they have it different ways. I I think I would go yeah. Galladay. Cup Cup's a little bit older too, right? Um, but anyways, yeah, he is. I mean, if you factor that in, but let's take Chris Godwin here. I'm I'm cool with that. I would okay. love to see him in, in the powder blue. Panthers eighth, they took Christian McCaffrey. He is gone. Do you take the Alvin Kamara here? Yeah, let's just let's just keep this simple and slot Alvin Kamara. Wait, in yeah, here. I'm trying to get home for the wife. I don't <laughs> need to be in the studio this late. Todd, it's, it's the summer. Uh, the wife's the wife's got uh got pork chops on the grill. She she's got Kansas Kansas City steaks on the grill. Yeah, does Kansas City steaks make pork chops? They should. I find out when I read the ad and a couple picks. <laughs> Ninth overall, Bengals take John Ross. That doesn't work out at all. Um, th- this is kind of an interesting conversation where there's not, like, I don't think any of the wide receivers available are worth the ninth pick over some of these other positions. Agree. Um, what 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 would you do here? Like, and there's, like, high-end talent still available, just not at, uh, not at um, wide receivers. Yeah, I think. Do you just go BPA? I think it might be Ryan Ramchak. I, I bet they wish it that that's who they took. Yes, I'm I'm all for that. I hadn't considered that, but you've sold me just because he's a Pro Bowl. He's he's one of the most consistent yeah. offensive linemen in the league, and that's what they need because the offensive line is so garbage. Um, <laughs> and yeah, definitely who they. I mean, uh, it's not like anyone thought Ramchak was going to be a top ten pick in this class at all. It was you know a debate between him and Bulls for for OT one, um, but. 
Ramchek is has come out and been like you said consistent as hell. And if he was staring the Bengals um, in the face here, I don't think they could pass him up. No. Tenth overall, Chiefs. Obviously, they traded with the Bills to draft Patrick Mahomes. He is gone. They don't make this trade in this circ- in this situation, but they're here. Do you take just best player available? Your playoff team, Alex Smith, your quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, so. Which, so my question is, who is that? Who is that to you? Um, do you take the best corner left? I, I think, take yeah, good question. I think Trey White. I think one Trey of the White. safeties. Um, yeah, I, I think Trey White makes probably, the like, especially in the context of their team now, they could use a Trey White. Yeah, that's what I was kind of thinking. Um, by the way, it's a really good safety class, too. We're going to have a run on safeties very soon. Yeah, because um, well, I'll, I'll save it for when the run happens. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I think there's I think of, Trey White. There's a lot of go ahead. Yeah, there's a lot the, with the safety class too. It's a lot of different styles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some guys more of a um, nickel and safety too. It, yeah, it's a, it's a good group. Saints are eleventh. They took Marshall and Lattimore. Do they just do it again? I think so. I think with with the way the top ten went. They did it once. I think that would make a lot of sense. Like, who would you even really take over him here? I don't know. Uh, Moden? Like, uh, why? Like, I mean, one of the safeties, but I wouldn't actually take them over him because safety they get not in the first round is a better fit than the ones they could take here. Well, I, like, I guess Eddie Jackson's who I would consider, but I'd yeah. re- like, I think you take Marshall Lattimore. Or they can just take Marcus Williams here. No. Not true. Uh, okay, twelfth overall. Yeah. The the Texans took Deshaun Watson. We are not including him. So do you take Taysom Hill? Yep. Uh, correct. Right. Like he's got the same skill set. <laughs> Trubisky. Um. And the Texans roster is so bad right this second that if you yeah. think about it, not in terms of that. Is there anyone that particularly uh, sticks out to you? Not really. I mean. Probably Jamal Adams. I think if this, if this was in the moment, I think they probably take Jamal Adams, right? He, I think, is the highest ceiling player available, right? I'm not. I don't think I'm missing anyone. No. Yeah, I think he would. I think so. And again, a wide receiver, but it wasn't as big of a need there then. Obviously. No, what they got Nuke? What are you talking about? <laughs> they got Nuke. He'll be, he'll be a Texan for life, just like Andre Johnson. Yeah. Okay, 13th overall, the Cardinals took Hassan Reddick, pass rusher from Temple, moved him to off-ball linebacker, didn't work out, moved him back to pass rusher, now he is on the Panthers. Uh, senior Bowl stud. Who do you take instead of him? Um, the only Pro Bowl guys who went in the first round that made Pro Bowls that are still available are Evan Ingram and Mitchell Trubisky. <laughs> um, I don't know. if you look at... Like, non-Pro Bowl guys, they took Buda Baker in the second round. I don't think you want to miss out on Buda Baker, right? Yeah, let's let's keep this simple. Yeah, let's take Buda Baker. I think that's the – I think the, – hey, the safety run is here. We did it. Um, here, What's your take, Rob? What's the take you've been stocked, stocking up with? Buda Baker should have been the pick at 13 in 2017 originally. That's fair. I mean, I guess they don't regret the Reddick pick, right? What? Well, why not? I guess in the end, he worked out, kind of. 
I mean, like he left, and they didn't pick up his option. I don't think he worked out. <laughs> I think Steve Kime is just at the end. He's like, "Good work, Hassan. It worked out in the end." I think he's just nodding along. <laughs> okay, 14th overall, the Eagles took Derek Barnett originally. Edge wasn't a need; they just love stocking up oh, yeah. on the trenches. It's Howie's way. What do you do now? Um, do we do we keep stocking up on the trenches? Who would you take? We're, okay, I want to ask you right now. Uh, where are we in this point in time? May twenty seventh, two thousand and twenty one. On, on Jonathan Allen. Oh, I love John Allen. I I, I was. Re- if he's there at 17, I'm taking him for Washington once again. Yeah, no, Garland's I... one of the most underrated players in the NFL. I agree. Um, I think he, he like, deserves so much credit for what's happening in Washington in, in that culture change. I love him so much. <laughs> it feels like, like again, there was love for him. It almost feels like he became underrated once Chase Young showed up and he only had, like, two sacks last year. Um, but, no, I totally agree. I, I think with the Eagles' philosophy, um, I don't think they pass on John Allen this time. Okay, I'm, I'm in. I love it. John Allen, I, I, it brings you the versatility to play yep. three tech, can play five tech, can play a little edge if he needs to. Stick him next to Fletcher Cox on passing downs, wreak havoc. I love John Allen. Me too. I, it's funny because he wasn't re- – like maybe a little underrated and then he, he's even more underrated. You know what I mean? He kind of – yeah. He got some credit and then he lost it. It's kind of kind of funny. He's taking Ryan Kerrigan's mantle as being the most underrated player in the NFL. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good point, yeah. Who and, and Kerrigan's down the Eagles, so fly Eagles fly. Um, Colts took Malik Hooker to be their safety. Uh, the the run on safety should probably continue with Eddie Jackson here, right? I uh, agreed. Yeah, I think I think that's the pick. Um, fit wise, you can maybe maybe debate between the safeties, but I I do think Eddie Jackson's just uh he he was my safety well, too today. Yeah. Who who. Who would you put rather? Uh, it's it's hard because I don't I even wouldn't. like comparing Buda Baker and Eddie Jackson because they really aren't the same position. No, no, like well, nah, Jamal no. Adams is neither. All three of them are different players. Completely. Yeah, no, for sure. But I mean, like, I'm sure the Colts would think about Marcus Williams in, in a redraft. John Johnson, like, I, I think the three of them are oh, Eddie Jackson. Without a doubt, to me, is the third best. The like is the best. I think he's the best. I wouldn't say without a doubt, but I think he's the best of the three. Yeah. I, oh, I would, I would much rather Betty Jackson than, than the uh, other two. Um. Hmm. We're at pick seventeen. Sixteen. Ravens originally got Marlon Humphrey. He's gone. There's some solid corners, but not necessarily anyone you're loving here. Mm-hmm. Safety <laughs> run could continue. Yeah. Like, does anyone running back? Yeah, yeah. Dalvin Cook could stay stay in purple. Dalvin Dalvin Cook would be really fun. He's I th- and I think re- removing positional value, he's the best player on the board. Is he not? Uh, a Dalvin Cook, uh, Lamar Jackson backfield would be so much fun. Yeah, Florida Florida representing in in the DMV. Yes, <laughs> let's, let's just take Dalvin Cook. Keep him in purple and some color of gold, and uh, let's not think about it too much. I do. I okay. think he's the best player what? on the board. Yeah. Uh, and you know what else is great about the board? It looks good every week at Bet Online. 
This week has tons of sports actions, Major League Baseball, NBA, and NHL are in full swing. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sports betting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA, MMA, MMA action. Sorry, AJ. There's a lot of acronyms. Thanks for apologizing. Uh, bef- <laughs> Before the next pitch, head over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sports, news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Bet online, your online sports book experts. And like I said, I gotta get home to the wife because she's grilling up some Kansas City steaks because I work hard and I play hard just like you. So treat yourself and stock up for the summer barbecues with Kansas City Steak Company. Visit KansasCitySteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with code SD at checkout. From classic steak cuts to USDA Prime to American style Kobe hard to find specialty cuts and more kansas city steaks has everything you need to fire up the grill they make it so easy each order from kansas city steaks is flash frozen and delivered directly to your home satisfaction guaranteed or your money back imagine relaxing in the backyard with the family while enjoying steakhouse quality meals from kansas city steaks that's what i'm going to be doing as soon as we're done on this podcast try their butter tender filet mignon kansas city strips Juicy steak burgers, all beef jumbo hot dogs, that's what the wife's making me, and even complete meal combos. Bring the steakhouse to your house this summer with Kansas City Steaks. Go to KansasCitySteaks.com and get 10% off your order and free shipping with the code SD at checkout. That's KansasCitySteaks.com, code SD. KansasCitySteaks.com, code SD. Yeah, um, they, 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 do, they do got some pork chops at Kansas City Steaks. They some bacon wrap pork chops. Looks delicious. Is that is that what the wife's got on the grill for you? Yeah, they got some stuffed pork chops too, and they got yeah, yeah, and some uh, Berkshire pork chops, which I don't know what they are, but they sound delicious. It would have been really convenient if Kansas City was picking seventeenth here. It would have been like a great transition opportunity for me. Idiots! Why why did why didn't they trade to seventeen? I don't know. They traded up to ten to take Trey White. Okay, uh, okay, seventeen. John Allen, the original pack pick, he is gone. What are we doing? It's <laughs> so dramatic. Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. I don't know. Do they do they look off as a line? Do they do they look? It's tough because all the best players available are running backs. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, Kenny Galladay is is, yeah. is available. Uh, Evan Ingram. They could use a tight end right now. Uh, no offense to Logan Thomas. My bad. <laughs> um, they complement each other well. Don't worry. They signed Curtis Samuel in free agency. Realistically, though, uh, I guess I guess he's worth the pick, right? With with who? I don't know. Like I, with how this draft ended up, I guess he's worth the seventeen pick. Samuel. I who? mean, Curtis Samuel. Curtis oh, Samuel. Curtis Samuel. I didn't know who you were talking about. Sorry, I thought I thought we're, I thought you were leading us down that road as so I was just following along. Oh no, I, I actually don't care because none of this matters. Um. <laughs> <laughs> who's your best? I mean, who's your best non-running Kenny back? Kenny Galladay. Would you, would you not take Kenny Galladay over Curtis Samuel? I would. Yeah, absolutely, I would. Yeah. Because I would like right right now, and this is funny because they're on the same team now. Or, um, would you take Evan Ingram or Kenny Galladay? Kenny Galladay. I, I 
Like, Evan Ingram is almost a product of there not being that many good tight ends in the NFL that makes him a top 10 tight end. I like. I so think like, Ingram might go in our draft, but, like, in, in a lot of drafts, I don't think he'd go, be a first-round redraft, to be completely honest. Okay. You want to do Kenny Galladay? Kenny yeah. Galladay would be a nice compliment to Curtis Samuel and uh, Terry McLaurin. It's very true. It's very true. Um, okay. That's a good pick. 18th, the Titans took Adoree Jackson. Uh, he is now on the Giants. The Giants are just collecting first round <laughs> picks from this from this draft. They are. It's weird. Um, this is a strange spot. Who would you take? I feel like that's what I've said after every pick. I say this is weird. This is strange. Who would it's you weird. say, AJ? And then I make you do it. So um, if if I got the pick, and I mean I'm gonna admit that it's weird. It's strange. Uh, I, I think I think you go off the line, and I think the debate is between uh, Taylor Moden and Deion Dawkins for, for the Titans. I lean. I think Taylor Moden. I think Moden's be, better, and fills the need at right tackle. Correct. I think Dawkins like, maybe maybe more of the Titans attitude, really, but it, I, I think I think it Moden's really falls better. off here, eh? Kind of. Yeah. Wide receiver. <laughs> they, up. They could go running back. Sad. No, let's. Actually, Cooper Cup would be kind of cool. Okay, that's now our debate. Cooper Cooper Cup. Uh, I, I mean, they could take Shaq Griffin. I don't think either of us think he would be the. No, no, yeah, I agreed. Um, but it definitely could. It's up to okay. you. Uh, it's Cup, up to you. Cup or Moten? Well, I, I, let's just take Moten because I think. We're both. We both always lean offensive line. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm. I'm taking Moden. Plus, he stays in the okay. in the light blue. Oh, is that what you wanted this to happen? That's the only reason I wanted this pick. Yeah. Trying to match colors. Bucks. I've been doing this the whole time. Bucks pick 19th. They took OJ Howard, who who matched colors. Yeah. Uh, a good pick. Who st- still. I feel like people think has the ability to be a Pro Bowl tight end, but he never has lived up to it, and yeah, I know. he's always been hurt. It's a very strange, and they're just loaded at tight end. Um, who, like Joe Mixon? That I mean, they would kill to have Joe Mixon right this second. Yeah, Aaron Jones or Joe Mixon, I guess, is kind of the combo. Uh, I think I think Joe Mixon. I mean, you know, I'm the biggest Aaron oh, Jones or, fan. Hey, or Kareem Hunt, or Kareem Hunt. Yeah, that, yeah. I I do. How do you stack those three? I, I love to ask because I had a difficult time doing those. It, three. It's tough because I I think a healthy Mixon in a better situation is the most talented. Yeah. Um. Aaron Jones is obviously the safest. Yep. Yep. Agreed. Uh, and, and I mean, Kareem Hunt has never been bad on the field. Like he's always been so t- like he's fantastic he's i mean he's a top 10 back and he's a backup running I, back yeah so i almost think like if this was a draft and you know what the players are going to be but maybe not the complete future i think i'd stack it mix in hunt jones but all very tight yeah and they're probably all going to go in this because of the drop off in talent yeah chris carson's gonna go baby be very happy to draft chris carson show Mixon is the pick yeah let's do it joe Mixon would kill if he was on the bucks Okay, twentieth. Yeah. Weird combo. Garrett Bowles went twentieth to the Broncos. Garrett Bowles, for most of his career, has been bad. Garrett Bowles is coming off a really great season, uh, thanks a lot in part to Mike Munchak, the best offensive line coach in the NFL. That leaves yeah. us in a weird place. 
Yeah. No, I, I don't think he's the best. Like, I'd rather have Deion Dawkins than, than Garrett Bowles. Um, well, I think he's, when you look at it in totality of career, I mean, yeah, without a doubt. I but but it's not like great. they regret the pick either. You know what I mean? No, like Bowles is coming off an all-pro. Um, if I know he's going to struggle and then he's going to become an all-pro, I'd rather have him. It's true. He's a little older too, though, right? He is currently 28. 28. I don't know. Dawkins, I don't know, 26, 27? Probably the same thing. I'm assuming everyone's 25 or 26. Okay. He is 27. He's older. I I remember him being slightly older, too. Yeah, but but I remember Bulls being the oldest. (laughs) Like, one of the oldest players in the draft. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, you just want to let Elway have his his, uh, cake and eat it, too, instead of Garrett Bulls? Elway was right. Garrett Bulls is done and in. All right, they deserve it. Right. They deserve it. Let's let's stick with Garrett Bowles. Uh, okay, twenty-one. Lions took uh, Jared Davis. He's not good. Um, it's bad linebacker class. He, no, it really is. Cause who's the best off-ball linebacker in the class? Is it Zach Cunningham, or did I miss someone? Uh, Matt Milano. Oh, it's. I think it's Matt Milano then. Yeah, I, I sorry. Let me just upload. I had it. Milano, Brown, uh, Cunningham. Yeah. Okay, we're we we're the Lions. They took Kenny Galladay in this draft, so they've missed out on him. They could take a wide receiver in Cooper Cup or Juju. They could take BPA, which would be uh, Kareem Hunt, I think. Um, they could take Evan Ingram. I feel like Juju Smith's gonna be a Lion in a year from now in real life. That's that's my that's my take. Probably. I mean, they, they like who I don't know. Should we just stick to Juju Smith? Because <laughs> I, I think he's gonna be sure. a lion. That's that's what I that's what I think. Okay. Just for fun, let's do this. Okay. I guess none of this matters. I keep forgetting. No, that. it doesn't. It really doesn't. Uh, if you... <laughs> Dolphins at twenty-two. They took Charles Harris. He was like the one of the most forgettable picks in this draft. Big time. Um, the best pa- pa- pass rusher in this class left. I would t- say is Carl Lawson. Agree. Uh, there's also Trey Hendrickson. Who just switched? Yeah, is better. Um, I do too. You want to take Carl Lawson here and just move on? Yeah, no, I think that's a good fit too for for the Brian Flores regime. I know they weren't there, but still. I I mean I'd rather have Carl Lawson than some of the guys who went ahead of him too, right? Uh, yeah, that's what I that's what I. But yeah, I mean he kind of. We're, we're doing a good job trying not to stray too far from the position they actually took. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Uh. See, I, I, the Giants, 23. I don't think they take Ingram again, if I'm being completely honest. I would rather have Cooper Cup than Evan Ingram. I would, too. I would, too. And, um, I mean, at that point in time, uh, Cup would be a nice fit with the, with, with that Giants roster. And now, I mean, they don't have a need there, but, I mean, they, they draft a wide receiver. Anyways, yeah, just take Cooper Cup. <laughs> Cooper Cup, Giants, congratulations. Uh, they're None both blue. matters. I keep yep. forgetting. Raiders took Urian Conley 24th. Um, that did not work out. Do you take... Shaq Griffin? Uh, offensive line wasn't a thing for them then. No. I bet you they'd love Trey Hendrickson. Oh, because he's a worse Max Crosby? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shaq Griffin... Um... One of the safeties. One of the safeties. Aaron Jones. This was before they draft Josh Jacobs. 
Yeah, kind of. Any any one of those guys are kind of in the conversation. It's the Raiders. Um, Aaron Jones. No, he he went to UTEP. They wouldn't have taken him. Oh, Mayock wasn't the GM yet. Ugh, I forget what reality we're living in. Okay, let's just take Aaron Jones then. Yeah, it's getting confusing on who was on what team, who's the GMs, what reality we're in. <laughs> if we're just putting these players on today's roster, if we're going back in time and putting them on the roster back in time, now they're, I don't know. I, th- I think it's more fun doing it like this, though. Yeah, what, which is sheer confusion? Sheer confusion, yeah. And jumping timelines, and uh, it's like it's like Endgame. Okay, the only thing that's going to make me feel safe is we're, uh, we're, we're back on taking safeties. The Browns took Jabril Peppers. And they're sticking with the pick. Shut up. But he's playing running back now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, another another uh, first-round pick from this, this class that's on the New York Giants. This is easy because they signed John Johnson in free agency, right? Yeah. Let's take John Johnson. <laughs> God, the talent. Like, if every first-round pick is supposed to, be, like, in theory, be a Pro Bowl to all-pro player, it's, like, pretty sad. I know this draft is worse it's, but it's, because it's there's it's so top heavy and then after like yeah 14 pit 15 16 picks it just really falls off and half of them are running backs the other half are safeties <laughs> i know it's, it's kind of weird uh speaking of boss tech mckinley was the original pick for the falcons at 26 uh he cried on stage but uh kind of get it going in the nfl um do they take hendrickson stick at the position that's what I was debating. Deion Dawkins, they've, they're yeah. always interested in the line. If we're jumping That's, timelines, they're taking Kareem Hunt maybe in, in the current timeline. Yeah. Um, God, I'd rather uh, – Trey Hendrickson like, just feels like he's going to be such a free agent bust. Um, kind of, yeah, he does. But I guess I'm – I don't know what timeline I'm in. Um, <laughs> um, if, if this was the previous timeline – Hold on. If this care. was the previous timeline, but like Dan Quinn's still there, and knowing that Shaq Griffin worked out in Seattle, would they not take Shaq Griffin? Fuck, that's so confusing. <laughs> is this how we do this every year? Because we did. If this is your first time listening, we do this every year, not the same draft. Obviously, we did 2016 last year. Is this is how we always do most this? Years because they're better drafts. I don't know. Let's take Shaq Griffin. I want to take Shaq Griffin. That's, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm calling the shots. I, I, honestly, I. I don't care. <laughs> You're in charge of the rest of the way out. But that now we're in a tough situation situation at 27 with the Bills. They took Deion Dawkins. Now we don't have a corner. Oh, Deion Dawkins. Thank you. Yeah. Great. <laughs> you had a plan, didn't you? Look, I'm from another timeline, as I'm making this clear right now. Um, okay, t- 28, the Cowboys. This is your pick. This is your they pick. took Taco. Yeah. Oh, I have to make the pick. Well, they would. I think personally, I think they would kill for Marcus Williams right this second. Yeah, I think that's a great pick. Good work, you did it, buddy. I think that's a good Makes pick. Mark, Mark Marcus Williams. I don't know where's Marcus Williams' stock right now. Is he underrated? Is he overrated? I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. I think he's underrated. I think that's fair. Um, sometimes you see like an odd thing where like he's he's overrated, but I, I do think in the general consensus of NFL fans, I think he might underrated. be overrated by draft Twitter. But uh, yeah, I think yeah. like the general media underrated. Mm-hmm. Okay, twenty nine. The Browns. Can, should we just type in Cream Hunt? They don't have uh, they don't have Nick Chubb yet. 
<laughs> Again, what, what timeline are we on? Yeah, let's take Kareem Hunt. Keeping him in Ohio, nothing could go wrong. Kareem Hunt. Jeez. Uh, okay, my Steelers took TJ Watt 30th. We're just powering through now. Steelers took TJ Watt 30th. He is way gone. Um, we, yeah, we really don't have to rush. Can I tell you who I wish... If, what? So we really don't have to rush. I don't know why we're just going through this so fast. Yeah, who who do you wish they would take? Because we don't care. I do care. It's fun. Actually, I'm enjoying this. Okay. If, as a Steelers fan, the player available that I wish was on the roster right now, that's how I'm going to look at this. Oh, I want to guess. Um, I, I, can I guess first? Yeah, well, I, have to, I haven't made the decision yet. So. Oh, okay, okay. So it's, it's a suggestion decision. Um, considering your affinity for this player... I'm going to say Kenny Moore. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, think... I hadn't got there yet on my list, but yeah. Okay. Look at that. I told you. I already I already did this in a future timeline. Um. Okay. I mean, Kenny Moore would be the, uh, the kind of like the perfect player for – the current team. Steelers? Yeah, no, agreed. Yeah. And he, I would probably own his jersey, so. He's like one of my, he might be one of my 10 favorite players in the league playing like one of my favorite positions in football, nickel. On your favorite team? Oh, uh, yeah. Valdez State, my favorite school. It's true. 31, the 49ers took Ruben Foster. Yeah. Um, that whole debacle with the injuries, the, the character questions. Um, he looked pretty talented when he was on the field briefly early in his career. It has not worked out. 49ers picking 31st. Would they take Evan Ingram? That's interesting because, like, what? I guess what else are you looking at? Curtis Samuel would have been really fun for Kyle Shanahan. Mm, that's a good point. Go on there. Um, I don't know. I don't even think the John. linebackers would probably tickle their fancy either, you know? No, I was thinking about that because, like, realistically, they like it didn't – like, they end up finding Fred Warner. I yeah. mean, maybe we don't know that in this timeline. I don't remember. Chris <laughs> we, Carson, they would never take a running back in the first round, but Chris Carson would have been perfect for them. It's a good point. Yeah, I like that, actually. Uh, um, So, I, I think Evan Engram is a good pick. Okay. Again, I I I don't know if he's a first round repick, but yeah, you're right. No, but but I mean, half these guys aren't. Um, yeah, exactly. Also, his talent would be maximized heavily by Kyle Shanahan, right? Like he would have been really fun for Kyle. Shanahan. I think it's a great fit. I, yeah, I definitely think it's a great fit. Okay, thirty second, the Saints. They took Ramchick originally. They had the best draft, I think, out of anyone, like unquestionably, right? For sure, but no Super Bowls, so. No, but they t- they take Marshawn Lattimore, Ryan Ramchick in the first round. Both become uh, Pro Bowlers. They take Marcus Williams in the second round. They take Alvin Kamara in the third round. Alex Anzalone, fan favorite of this show in the third round. Trey <laughs> Hendrickson in the third round. Uh, Alcon Muhammad, who's become a good player in San Francisco. And then they get undrafted Dan Arnold, who's probably the Panthers' starting tight end, and uh, Taysom Hill. It's a it's like it's it's. An all-time draft class for the franchise, definitely. It's one of the be- better franchi- uh, draft classes, for sure. Easily in yeah, this, in yeah, this big, year. Not even close. Yes. Um, so you're the Saints. You've, you you're, uh, you you're got your, your Pro Bowl cornerback still at 11. Best offensive lineman here is not worth the pick. No. You can get 
Trey Hendrickson. Uh, you could go running back and get Chris Carson. You could get Curtis Samuel, who's kind of that. He was a hybrid running back receiver coming out of Ohio State. Right. What yeah. tickles your fancy? I don't know. I mean, look, you know, I'm I want Chris Carson to be the Panthers for fun. Uh, they could. They had Mark Ingram though. Yeah. No. Keep I, that in mind. Yeah. No. Definitely. I, I don't think I don't think Carson should be the Austin pick. Eckler too. Is another interesting option, for sure. Um, yeah, that's kind of tough. The kind of drops off here. <laughs> it's already dropped off, and it kind of drops off again. Uh, would they take Matt Milano? I wouldn't personally. I'd, I, I don't know. Like I think knowing what Austin Eckler can do, he's really interesting because yeah. of the role he could play as Darren Sproles too for them. Yeah, no, that's uh, fine. Samuel's more receiver than running back. I, I think but could also be that similar type of chess piece. I think it's one of those two. Poor Trey Hendrickson. The Saints wouldn't even want him back. Let's do Austin Eckler. You, you make the final call. Let's do Austin Eckler. Get another UDFA. Okay. Cool. More fun. We love Austin Eckler. Love it. Good work. We did it. That was uh, – I'm not even sure what year we're in or what timeline we're in now. I don't think we did a good job, but I also don't think we did a bad job. I can't really tell. For think, 16 picks, I thought we did pretty well. Then the talent just drops off. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we did. We we matched a lot of players with their future teams. We we matched jersey also, colors. I, well, I can't go wrong. The, it, it, re, people who take redrafts seriously, are, I mean, have to reevaluate I, their life. I looked at the PFF redraft for this year, and I think it was from – early last year and it was fucking terrible it was really bad and you you got on the the message boards and, and i was like hey i want my subscription back <laughs> wait are you an edge uh, pff edge subscriber or oh, the other one uh, uh the other one <laughs> ah. it was like you know, know the they hate running backs so like no running backs went but the running backs are clearly better than anything in this class everyone else yeah, well, we hate running backs. We just took them all because they're the only good players. In and I was about to say that's why you don't think we did a good job is because we took so many running backs. It's true. Um, what are we doing we'll next week, Rob? From... Are we doing jersey numbers next week? We're doing jersey numbers next week. The biggest jersey number show of all time. Mac Jones wearing number fifty. 